Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the War Room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up, what up, what up, everybody out there in War Room land. You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev McMillan, and I'm here at the round table with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. We got the homie Fred Purdue to help us out with this one because we are here to discuss our final thoughts on Super Bowl 54. So uh, we are in the building. I'm going to give you our final thoughts on that. But before we do, y'all know how it is, man. Get your popcorn ready. Uh, If you want to hop in in the chat room, uh, you can hop in the chat room and help us. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash the war room. Um, If you don't have an account, you can just, uh, you can make a quick, account on blog talk or you can sign into your facebook or twitter accounts but we are in the by the hood chat room uh taking super bowl predictions um and and things of that nature so uh uh b austin what's the deal man super bowl 54 is here initial thoughts on the big game i am so hopeful that big red gets his chip that's what it's about for me however Defense wins championships. Niners have one. Chiefs don't. By the end of the by the end of this episode, we will know our picks. All right. So um, while we wait for uh, everybody else to get their stuff together as far as their technicals and their and all of that kind of stuff, um, just gotta let you know as usual. When we're not on the air, we hope that you guys will check out archive episodes of The War Room. Uh, you can do that at the hub, warroomsports.com. Just click on that podcast network tab, or you can do it from wherever you listen to uh, your usual podcasting, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, everything, things of that nature. So uh, just check us out when we're not live on the air, but we hope when we are live on the air that you come join us. Um, and and get in on all the conversations. All right, so first thoughts um, about Super Bowl 54. Uh, Jimmy, I know it's been a pretty tough week um, as far as sports is concerned because of the death of Kobe Bryant, so we really haven't given the Super Bowl the attention that we usually do, the attention that it deserves, but just just from the two teams that are playing, do you expect this to be a good game, or are you expecting a blowout on either end of this? I, I'm actually hoping for a good game just because, I, honestly, because of, like, the events of the past week, you know, I don't even care what really happens as of right now. But I'm hoping for the game to be a good game so I kind of get distracted from um, how somber this week has been and how crazy – because, like, 
it still is not real to me yet. And I know people are like, yo, you, you know, you're exaggerating, like, you know, but that's how it's been um, in the world of sports because everything you look up is this Kobe tribute and, and you know, there's it's pictures of him and his daughter. And I'm telling you, the fact that it was him and his daughter makes this thing, like, it's 50 million times worse. Um, and I know this is not about Kobe. You're supposed to be doing a Super Bowl preview. But I'm hoping for this to be a good game to kind of, like, you know, get back into the game, get on a, get on a group chat, talk trash about the game, as opposed to it just being sad clip after sad clip after sad clip. And with that being said, I know they're going to pay tribute somehow, which will probably trigger me then. But I'm just hoping that um, both teams come to play when you have a high-powered offense, a high-powered defense. I'm looking to have a competitive game. Fred, what's your initial thoughts on the game? I mean, I, ne- I need a good game. How about that? I need it to be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I, need an, I really need a good game, too. I really do need a good game, too, because uh, initially I'm, I'm, it's one of those classic matchups. It's – Really high-powered offense versus really, really, really good defense. I, I feel, I feel kind of cheated because last year I said the 49ers might be this good, and Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, and it kind of threw that all out. So I was about a year early on this team, uh, but they kind of got a gift in, in Nick Bosa, and I think that might be the difference in this one. I hate those these type of matchups because it, it's either going to go one way or the other. It's not. I don't think it'll be either. I don't think it'll be a really close one. I think it's going to just – either the defense is just going to overpower a team that doesn't run the football well enough or a Chiefs offense is just going to overpower a team that doesn't score a ton of points and the defense is going to have to do everything. So you brought up uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, He's been – His name has been in the mix. You know, it seems like a lot of people think that Jimmy Garoppolo has kind of been along for the ride. And, of course, as a quarterback – you're going to get the credit if they finish this out, and you might even get the blame if they don't finish it out. Um, with that being said, who do you guys think has the most to prove in this game? Like, is it a Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it an Andy Reid? Um, is it even a Patrick Andy Mahomes Reed, with the praise Andy that Reed. we, we, we Andy put on Reed. Andy Reid, by far. Andy, 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 Andy Reid, by far. Andy, Andy Reid here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, by far. Because as as we've as we've been stating, and I think this is unanimous, Andy Reid is probably the best coach, if not top three, without a Super Bowl win. Right. Without a Super Bowl win, and that, this thing validates taken, his career. Yeah, it validates yeah. the career. He's taken a team to the precipice, and because of his you know commitment and loyalty to a bum and a system, he was unable to get it done versus the Patriots because he gave the ball. The person that he placed his faith in gave the ball to the Patriots four times. I know only three of them counted. Um, and so, you know, this for him is an opportunity to show that what he brings to the table and what he's able to put together is championship worthy. And so I, I think having been to the mountaintop or close to it multiple times, man, this is it for him. Jimmy G, he's riding in a car with a great engine. All he got to do is not crash. All you got to do is not crash. Pat Mahomes, we don't know whether he'll be back because we don't want to take it for granted. But I'm yeah, we, we thought Dan Marino was going to be fairly, back. Yeah, yeah, but in today's NFL, though, yeah, I, I, I think he's going to get back. There. I have a fair suspicion too that he'll be back. I, I mean, no, I, I think he, I think he will. But like I said, I also thought Dan Marino was going to be back. 
So I'm not saying it's not going to happen like it didn't for Dan, but we can't take it for granted. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember when everybody said, oh, don't even worry about it. Marina will definitely be back. Like, like, I'm old enough to remember that. Like, to remember that the analysts literally saying it with, like, conviction and saying it. It's okay that they lost the game. You know what I mean? I'm guaranteeing it. Now, 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 context context to, to that is Dan Marino was was one of those guys where his organization rode solely on his back. Yeah. And so, you know, they didn't invest a lot in both sides of the ball and in other positions. They said, we got Dan Marino. And so that wasn't even. But I think that, I think that that's, that's kind of like that's like it's, it's some it's not really a lot of that's one of those things that people say. But that Dolphins team was good. They had arguably one of the greatest coaches ever. And but a, no, no, and no, a lot no, of teams do that too. I mean, a lot of teams do that too. I mean, whether it's the Peyton Manning era. I mean, Peyton Manning had that for his whole career until he got to Denver. I mean, but no. But what I'm saying is, it, it, a lot of times it's so difficult to get to a Super Bowl. It's so difficult to win a Super Bowl, which is why they're cherished the way they're cherished because. It's not even ju- it's not even just about being good. You need so many things to work well mm-hmm. or to work out for you in order to oh, get yeah. to that point. Um, yeah. So you never want to take it for granted and just assume because of someone's talent because everything happens. Like there's so much context to it. I remember reading um, the Wilt Chamberlain book and they talk about why he didn't play in a lot of championships and there were so many things in concerning injuries and timing and this happened and that happened. That you know, it's kind Every, of to everything. It's a lot of luck and skill. You never, a lot of luck and skill. You never want to take these things for granted. So that's why, even though he's a young guy with uber talent, Shoot. he has to try everybody, to get this done today. Like everybody's swore Lamar today. Jackson was going to be here this year. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, as much as today. and as much as like for my team, I mean, I've seen the success. But if you really think about it, from what twenty. From 2004 to a, what, two, 2008 after that, or 2007 after that, you didn't see another one for another five, and you lost both of those, but you didn't win another one. So way down the road. But that's so, what makes yeah. But that's what makes those Patriot wins special, right? And, and, you know, exactly. because they matter even, a lot. If the more. Patriots win, the Patriots win. Like they, and it's not like they got in a bowl and just blew people out either. There's a couple no. plays here and there. Where they wouldn't yeah. have won those games, so yeah. to win it, those games is what makes it more special because everyone knows how difficult it is down to twenty to Super Bowl. I, I was very worried. Trust me. So Trust my me. point is, like Patrick Mahomes, and the same thing goes with Jimmy G as well. You can't just make that assumption. Then you have to play this game as if it's your last. That sounds mad cliche, but it's so true because you can't just assume based on your age and your talent that that you're going to be the injuries happen. I mean, injuries are a big part of it. All right, so um, before we uh, go on, um, on a little bit more about the game and also get to some phone lines, we got some things to announce because we have the NFL awards that were given, and we also have the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees for um, this year. And we had talked about it earlier because the coaches, they came out earlier. Of course, Bill Cower and Jimmy Johnson um, My God. are in this year's class <laughs> contributors. Uh, are Steve Sable of NFL Films, Paul Tagliabue, former commissioner, George Young, uh, who is an NFL executive. Um, The seniors class, Harold Carmichael, Jim Covert, Bobby Dillon, Cliff Harris, Winston Hill, Alex Karras, Donnie Schell, Duke Slater, Max Speedy, (laughs) that's a hell of a name, Max Speedy and Ed Sprinkle. 
But the modern era players, the people that we were waiting to see who was going to get in, safety Steve Atwater, wide receiver Isaac Bruce, guard Steve Hutchinson, running back Edgerin James from uh, my guy again. <laughs> and uh, safety Troy Palomalu. So just, you know, we, we're talking about them, not the seniors, not the contributors, not even the coaches. Atwater, Bruce, Hutchinson, James, Palomalu. Everybody's cool with that class? Uh, anybody, anybody undeserving? Mm, mm. Undeserving. Undeserving. Because, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to ramble name. anybody's parade. I'm not, you know, and, and congratulations to all five of these men. Even though the numbers are what they are, I never really looked at Isaac Bruce as a Hall of Fame wide receiver. And I know people have talked about because him he had that know, up getting out in the last year. That was probably better. I've never looked at Isaac Bruce as a Hall of Fame wide receiver. And the thing is, you know, he has the, the Super Bowl to back it up. He has the numbers to back it up. Mm-hmm. I still just never looked at him as that difference maker. But, you know, when, when we're talking Hall of Fame these days in any sport, it seems like we've kind of gone away from difference maker, super impact yeah, being man, listen, a part listen, of the fight. Dion was so I, I right know, about I know, that one. I know y'all gonna kill me when I'm getting ready to say it. I don't like. I never looked at Edgerin. Now I, I was gonna say the same thing. No, no, no. Edgerin. I'm an Edge fan, but I, I understand I where you're coming Edgerin, from. I'm an Edgerin. I'm an Edgerin fan. I think he was an amazing player. But when I look at the term Hall of Fame. It's like yeah. these guys are like the superheroes of the league. Like they're you know the ones exactly. not the Edgerin James. Like if what Edgerin James learned, is a Hall of Famer, what the hell is Walter Payton? I'm a yeah. I'm a. I'm I a, think what I'm we've learned over the past ten years, B, of doing this, I think we've learned that our standards are just too high. Or high, yeah. It's based on standards. I mean, obviously, Deion Sanders is with us, but yeah, <laughs> based on our standards and and. You know, now that I've had fun with it because, you know, Edge is Edge is my guy. He's one of my guys. Y'all know I was a huge Edron James fan. By our standards, Edron James is not a Hall of Famer. Um, Isaac Bruce, I have more of a case for because statistically he's so high on that list that the stats would suggest he is. But then the question comes, was he ever top three or top five at his position? Was he ever a top yep. five threat? Did 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 defensive coordinators have nightmares preparing for Isaac Bruce, or was it the guys the on the other side? Powers, I don't even think he was the best wide receiver on his team. Ex- like it's I said, not because he like they I, had great wide receivers. They had a team. really good team. They and had a hell of a core. You know, everyone stayed up at night trying to stop uh, Marshall Falk. And at the end of the day, and I think him and Tory Holt. Uh, both kind of benefited from it. They were one of the first teams that were, uh, at least in this era, that were, I mean, they were just a ridiculously high-powered offense. And, Jimmy, I agree with you as much as, you know, the whole – I talk about Miami Hurricane football every day, and I know I catch a lot of flack for it. Yep. Uh, I catch a lot of flack for this, and I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack on Monday, but I just don't see Edron James as a – as a Hall of Famer in the NFL, maybe yeah. if you say college football, maybe. But when I think NFL, yeah. I've always so, said my two requirements to get in the Hall of Fame: you have to either be, you have to change the game in some way, 
Whether or, it's, or if if they tell the story of the game, do right. they have to they, include they have your to tell story, the story of, as a right. part of? Yeah, maybe maybe Ed started dreadlocks from gold teeth. If, if your name is Deion Sanders, you are the best corner. Whether it was in the '90s, the '80s, the '70s, till now, he's still now. the best. Even now, now yeah. he's he's still the best corner I've ever seen. And so for Edron James, I can give you five running backs throughout his time period that were probably better than him when he played. So if yeah, that, yeah. that's when it becomes an issue for me. And I get it. You I mean and from and I also have a thing about if it's if it's all statistics, do the statistics match up with your play? Because you, I mean, so many of these guys now are going to have the numbers. I mean, at some point when we tell the story of the NFL right now, Julio Jones will probably be in this thing because it's a passing league and the Falcons don't run the football much. So they're and they're relying on who, you're talking, Julio Jones. Does, you talking I mean, Julio it, Jones like numbers wise? Soon numbers wise, uh, he's like, like Fitzgerald going to look like they're the greatest wide receiver. Right. Yo, Fitzgerald, yeah, Fitzgerald is is slowly but surely climbing. And, I don't think he'll catch Jerry, but he he. No, nah, he's not Jerry. Makes, no, he, makes don't, he don't even have the quarterback to catch Jerry right now. Yeah, he, I I guess with 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 um, the numbers thing with Isaac Bruce, he has one thousand twenty four receptions, ninety one touchdowns, and fifteen thousand. 208 yards. The yards make him fifth on the list, right? Behind Jerry, Larry, T.O., Randy, and right in front of Tony Gonzalez, Tim Brown, and Steve Smith. So he's in some elite company. Shout out to to Skyview and Neil in the chat room holding it down as usual. And Skyview, it's early where he is. So shout out to I will say this about (laughs) Edwin James. If if he's thirteenth all time in rushing yards, which when you just kind of say that out loud, it just doesn't sound right. But mm-hmm. when you just like watching him and going back, I'm like, mm, I don't remember twelve thousand yards at all. But everyone ahead of him is outside, and everyone ahead of him except two players, Adrian Peterson. He's a Hall of Famer, no questions asked. And Frank Gore, he's going to be a Hall of Famer just because he's third all time in rushing yards. See, and and, and, and that's th- what I, Fred. That's exactly what I was about to bring up, though. I'm like, now that you put Adrian in. They have to put Frank Gore in, whether we believe you got to put Frank Gore in, but then where do we stop? You got to put him in there. At, at some point, where do we stop? Do you add, put Fred Taylor in because he's just right outside? Do you put Corey <laughs> Dillon? Was my man. Do you Corey, put Corey, Corey, Corey Dillon in because he's Scott right outside? Said, I mean, the NFL players, Isaac Bruce is that dude. And, and I mean, I'll even no, go he, as far he, as I, I'll even go as far as this one. I mean, I'm sure he's hard to guard. He's fast as hell. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, and like, he's a great—he was a great route runner, as was Tory Holt. They were amazing. And I think, route I think there are a lot of though. that dude. Let me ask you guys a question. Though. Be Hall of Famers. Yeah. There's this thing called here's the Hall question, of Very Good. They can go in there. It's no problem with it. No disrespect. Well, hold on, though. Hold on, though. My question Good, is: yeah. my question to you guys is, what is the criteria, though? Because a lot of times when I hear. Um, people from the Hall of Fame talk, they start talking about people's character and how they represent oh, man, the game. I hate that. I hate Things, that. Thing, Jim, things that point. really have I nothing think, to do with on the field. And when I and when, when um, shout out to Skyview and Anil, we really appreciate mm-hmm. y'all being up with us. But when Skyview says that, it is true because his reputation around the league is, is a stellar one. And it just reminded right. me when he said that, that I always hear guys talk about how they represent the game. Things that really have nothing to do with they're playing on the field. That's so what you bring that you know, but is that you know, because Isaac Bruce is gonna bust your ass, but then if you trip, he's gonna help you up or he's gonna say good you know, good coverage. Say God like, bless. 
it, yeah, Remember, is it because he's, he's making you feel good as a person, or he was like really that guy who was just gonna go out there and kill you? But but to Jimmy's point, I think that's kind of the point that we've made over the past ten years, and the reason why we do our own HOF or FOH. Shout out to the undefeated Nate Bitenass. Um, I think that's the point of why we do it because the the, the criteria quote on I got I'm doing that in air quotes is so screwed up now because. I don't know if there is a set criteria that these guys go by. It's just individual journalists and writers with their own opinions, and a lot of their opinions are based on personal feelings a lot of times. Um, I mean, because there should be no universe where I don't care what you thought of him as a as a person. There's no universe where Tara Owens doesn't get in the Hall of Fame as soon as his name comes up. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, there's no world in that. So... You know, it's all about personal feelings. Even if you take it to other sports, you know what? You 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 brought up a name. Someone brought up a name in comparison to Edron James, and it's Frank Gore. And and we 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 joke a lot on on here about Frank Gore. Um, some of us feel he should be in. Some of us feel he shouldn't. Some of us are on the fence. I just looked at Frank Gore's numbers, and one of the things that's big for me is is not just the yards per attempt, but when I see a 1,000-yard season, right, and I'm thinking, all right, you have 16 games to do it. Frank Gore, Frank really only had, throughout this long career, one season where he had like 1,700 yards, and that was his second. All his 1,000-yard seasons are like 1,100 a thousand thirty six, twelve hundred. Like there's no. Talk, you put a gun yeah. in my head, made me answer right now, and you know, like you got a minute or less to answer. I would think I would pick Edron James as being better than Frank Gore. That's just that yeah. maybe just me. That may yeah. just be me. But history is going to tell a different story as far as that. And I think also right. the long longevity has something to do with, I mean, you're at this point, he's just hanging around the league, having fun at verse and his numbers are going to continue. Even if he is having 50, 60 yard games every week at this point, those 50, 60 yard games, games are going to continue racking, making him go racking higher, higher. Yeah. 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 Who's gonna, stat, stat padding. Stat padding and, Fred, and no one Fred, else is going to catch him. I don't want to spend too much time on that, but I've shown you that long. You're, you're, you're you're right. Edron James, fifteen hundred yards, seventeen hundred yards, fifteen, fifteen, like tw- yeah, yeah. He has way more dominant yardage. Season. I'll leave it at this. I'll leave it. I'll leave it with this. I guess. And Dev, you want to close this one with that with with this one. Um, if you have to even, if you have any shadow of a doubt, if you have to say, mm, is he a hall of? Then he's probably not a hall of famer. I, that's that's, <laughs> that's literally true. That's because my the eye test tells it all. Mm-hmm. If, the, the eye test is what I want to see first. Like the Eli Manning thing, I've never thought Eli, if if you said take Manning off the back of the jersey, watch his career from beginning to end, take whoever he beat in the Super Bowl, take that out. Did is he a Hall of Famer? Well, you can't take that out though. Take the name <laughs> yeah, of who he take beat, that out. Take the name <laughs> of who like, he beat out, out of the man, Super Bowl. Okay, take, no, take the take the, shot that he, take the <laughs> but no, seriously, even, even with the Super Bowl, even with the Super Bowl, is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, That's what Hall of Fame like quarterback do you know led the led the league in picks like four uh, times? 
it for anybody. I, I get that, and like like Jimmy said, it's it's kind of like for superheroes. At least we thought. At least that's the the idea that we always got. So if you have to say eh, for anybody, then yeah, they probably shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. All right, but let's one more thing because we got a a a, a guest that we want to bring on for a few minutes. We uh we're gonna talk to uh the mad scientist. Nick Ciccarelli, we're going to talk to him about the, the Super Bowl when we get deep into that. But before we do that, I want to ask you guys one more thing about, you know, non-Super Bowl-related NFL awards. And, of course, we did our awards a few weeks ago. Um, so the Defensive Player of the Year went to Stephon Gilmore, who a lot of us picked. The Offensive Rookie of the Year went to Kyler Murray, who I did not pick. Offensive mm-hmm. Player of the Year went to Michael Thomas. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year went to Nick Bolta. Uh, let's see. The Comeback Player of the Year went to Ryan Tannehill. I actually think that's a good choice. But I also think a lot of people added, like, some of that playoff mix into into that vote, even though they claim, you know, ballots are in before then. I, I never believed that. Coach of the Year, John Harbaugh. And, of course, most valuable player went to Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, all of us had a mixture of some of these people who made it, so who who won these awards, so congratulations to everyone. Um, real quick thoughts on that Tannehill, because I don't think any of us had Tannehill as the comeback I player. I didn't. I easily I had didn't Dalvin Cook, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't I didn't even close. Think about it. Who, who'd you have? Dalvin Cook. Okay. Um, do you, but do you guys see where Tana like? Can you see why he won, or you still not, think not, not, not without the playoffs? Not without the playoffs. No, with the playoffs, I right. get it. I mean, I, mean I, I get it. I get it's it. It's a hell of a comeback story. I'm still shocked that he won. I get yeah. him getting votes, but I don't get him winning it. That's like, like I get, I get people throwing a couple votes his way, um, but actually winning it is kind of crazy. Right, because I actually saw somebody justifying it yesterday, and shout out to uh, to the homie Hub uh, in his group, in his Facebook group. Um, he was actually justifying to somebody. He's like, no, the right guy won it, but then he talked about, yeah, and then they got into the playoffs, and then they beat this team, and then they beat this team. And I was thinking, you know, I didn't want to get into a Facebook conversation, so I didn't answer, but I'm thinking to myself, like, well, what these awards are supposed to be, really none of what you said should have been um, a determining factor. Like, it makes it, after the fact, it does make it a great story. If you add the playoffs and how far the Titans went, if that's allowed to be a part of the voting, I, no problem, no issue. I, like Ryan Tannehill, even though, you know, it wasn't really him killing in the playoffs or anything like that, but he did come and bring a steady hand to this team that Marcus Mariota didn't give him. But, yeah, it, it, it was kind of surprising that he came up in that vote. It kind of makes me not believe even more that they put in all of these ballots at the end of the regular season because <laughs> he seems like the, the new, the trendy choice, and he wasn't really trending like that when the season ended. Everybody else, um, I, I pretty good picks. Um, a lot of them were, were the same picks, so congratulations to all of those guys. So let's get back to this game and let's bring bring on the guest. He was trying to talk with us on Thursday, man. Y'all know how the lines blew up on Thursday because everything was about Kobe. 
But now we're going to try to settle into this NFL stuff. And if you guys listen to the War Room Sports Podcast Network, if you've been a longtime listener, uh, then you know the mad scientist because he used to have a show on the network. So let's bring him on. Nick, what's going on, man? Been a while. I can't. I can't believe that it's been literally almost three years to the day that I have actually stepped foot into the war room. And (laughs) what do you call it? It's just an honor to finally be back what I consider one of my homes because you guys were the OGs that helped get me started way back in the day before I had to step away. And uh, thank you for allowing me to come back on. I really appreciate it. We appreciate it, man. So we everybody else has given their initial thoughts on the game. Like, what do you like about this matchup? Oh, uh, this matchup is awesome. It's the irresistible force versus the immovable object. It's basically Kyle Shanahan. It's basically, excuse me, Andy Reid versus Soleil. Two great minds that are going to be pitted against each other. And, I mean, for the first time in a few years, I am very, very excited about a Super Bowl in which I think we have two teams that are perfectly even matched up. We're also in a Super Bowl where, for the first time in a very long time, the injury report is nigh. There's no right. on the injury right. report. Like, so Kansas City, they're so healthy. They have people like LaShawn McCoy not even dressing for the game. <laughs> healthy scratch. I know. When do. I saw that, when I when I, they have too that, many bodies I was I saw that, I was like, wow, okay, that's hardcore. There's no there's no excuse. I, I don't want to hear any excuse from anybody about this game. This is the game that everybody should have been looking for when the play when the play when the playoffs started. Personally, I was hoping for this game because this is like this is like a, to me it's a dream matchup. It really is. Yeah. It's a dream matchup. And I already have it in my mind, the final score. I already think who I think is going to be the MVP. And I actually think there's going to be a couple of records broken this game. All right. Well, like I said, this is, this is a, a short show. So if you want to stay with us, we're going to do our predictions and scores and MVPs at the end of the show. So I'll, if you want to stick around with us, you can do that. But if you can't, if then allowed, you can give it. It's up to you. If allowed, sure, no problem. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. But, uh, well, you would well, so let me I just go to want to bring up one. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I just want to bring up one thing that you guys talked about earlier regarding the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I disagree with Hutchinson, and I disagree with Atwater. I think John Lynch should have been in. I think Tony Baselli should have been in, and I still think one of the original Hogs, Joe Jacoby, should have been in. Yeah, for those three, still be on the outside. That's a good for, point. for those three, to be on the outside looking in, to me, is a travesty. And one last thing before – what do you call it? Before I, before I say anything, Frank Gore, not a Hall of Famer. Not even freaking close. That's a good – like I've heard, I've heard the John Lynch case. And I, I tend to think – I tend to think that John Lynch had a bigger impact on the NFL than Steve Atwater. Jimmy, do you agree? <laughs> being a – you know, always being a, a, a Broncos um, fan back in the day? Like – I mean, no, Steve, it might hit a little different. I, I guess so, but I, it's tough for me, man, because all I think about is Christian Okoye on Monday night. But I mean, that's <laughs> I not one play. But like every time you think of Steve, you think of that one hit. Yeah, but, I think but, of that play. But, 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 on everybody. This, 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 but this, this, but but this is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. Um, 
and this goes into what is the criteria. And also, the NFL has this thing. If I'm not mistaken, this is the NFL that has, like, you have to have a certain number of people every year. Mm-hmm. Like, they're forcing. Like, they go into the hall. Yeah, because I think baseball doesn't have that. So, baseball will put, like, one dude in. <laughs> right. Quick right. show. Let's go. <laughs> And I think that I think that might be part of the problem too. They need to overhaul how they do this whole thing. Like, it's just too much going on. You start forcing people in because you need bodies because you want to have this event. Yeah, but but like I said, there's still other people out there that probably could get the nod over some of these people. It is difficult to see, you know, Joe Jacoby being left out of all of this, but then you're putting in linemen. So Yo, it's not like you don't have it's people. It's to me because. Yo, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I thought Joe Jacoby was already in. So, <laughs> I, only, I only know he isn't because the uh, the Washington professional sports team fans are very adamant about that. That comes up a lot. Uh, I would have automatically assumed he was in as well, but uh, they'd be bitching about the fact that he's not, and uh, I think it's a travesty. <laughs> Fred, what, what X factors on both sides, on both teams? Um, Both teams. You know, who's the X factors for this game? Tyreek Hill, number one for the Chiefs. I mean, we all know Pat Mahomes is, is he's the most ridiculous quarterback I've at least we've seen in a minute. So, Way better. Uh, hey, 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 you was getting ready to go too yeah, far, yeah, Brady. I heard what you hey, said. Hey, 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 nah. I was already at the same minute. He's like, wait, wait, I can't go back. To <laughs> nah, I can't. Nah, nah. Uh, but Tyreek Hill is the ultimate X factor because you can use him in so many different ways. Travis Kelsey. Uh, those are the two guys on offense for the Chiefs. But Tyron Matthew on defense, I mean, he I've, I've seen this dude do it from the time he was at LSU, and he's done everything he did this year. He's been doing it throughout his career. He Every time you need a big play on defense, you need a turnover, something to happen, this dude shows up. Uh, I think he's going to have a big game uh, for, the, uh, for San Francisco. Offensively, Debo Samuel, I mean – Every time they need some kind of a spark, whether it's an end around, a screen, something, they find a way to get him the football. He's one of those guys that you don't really – you have people plays, plays that hey, find a way to get him the football. That's what you do for him. And on the other side, I hate – I'm not a big fan of him off the field, but the dude is a – he's a baller on the field. Nick Bosa, I mean, nine sacks, defensive rookie of the year. He's what makes that defensive line. He's a Patriot-type Patriot player. Hey, 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 no. Nah. Nah, Question for everybody: Do you do you guys think that Raheem Mostert is going to have a big uh, is, is going to be a big factor in this game, or did he already have his Timmy Smith moment in the championship game? They have a committee of back, so it's really hard to say. Yeah. I mean, he might not even it, start the it, game. It could go. It could really go by feel. I think maybe Kyle Shanahan says whoever has the hot hand, that's who I'm riding with right now. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Do you think he will have the hot hand, or do you think, you know? I think it's still moment... the Matt Breida show. It's still the Matt Breida show. Okay. All right. Anybody else on Raheem? One-hit wonder or, or no? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's a one-hit wonder, but I don't think he's going to have a huge impact in this game. I, I think he. I think he's going to have a decent career. I think he'll get on track. Uh, and show something in, in regular season uh, situations, but this game, nah. Mm-mm. I mean, but he's a guy. Be he's he's been like cut, released by like six mm-hmm. different teams. 
Um, yeah, yeah. No, they gave so him. Yeah, they gave I mean, him either that could jumpstart him, or that might have just been. It could have been not the that one game we never hear from you again. Well, yeah, I, might not, I mean, might not hear anything big. I don't know. Him, I don't know. I don't know if he'll fall all the way off. But to repeat that again is kind of crazy. That was like his mom's spaghetti moment. Like I don't know him. He can't do that again. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Let's take uh, some calls, some predictions. Everybody that that's on the phone line, you gotta keep it short because this is a short show. Um, let's see. We got the homie Tobias out in Arizona. What up, Tobias? How the hell are you gonna tell me to keep it short, man? How you gonna put a time constraint on me? That was man. a blanket statement. That was for everybody. <laughs> okay. I'm about to say, man. That's what happens when you, when you let um, these makers get their own show, man. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, right, with this game. I think the 49ers are the better. Yeah, I think the 49ers are the better team. But I'm pulling for the Chiefs. I want to see Andy get that ring. And I see a lot of people are anointing Mahomes as like the greatest quarter. He has all this talent, right? But I don't think the media understands how hard it is to make a Super Bowl. <laughs> Dan Marino is one of the most talented quarterbacks I've seen and went to one. And that was his second right. year. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I hate all this. If I get my pick, I say this. I hate all this. Remember, Dan, we were talking about this a while back. All this revisionist history. And Fred's a big college football guy, too. Like all these folks who watch Texas Tech football and knew this was coming from my home. <laughs> Nah, and I didn't see that at all. When yeah, he was remember, in college, I, I, posted the, uh, <laughs> I posted the draft scouting report. Yeah. A lot of it was negative. You know, they were talking about, you know, how he was reckless with the ball. And But I tell you, you yeah, did see it. The, 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 the Andy and the Chiefs saw it, though. Did they trade up to get him? Yeah, they traded <laughs> up to get him. And they traded up to get him. And they traded up to get him. Andy Reid is the quarterback whisperer, man. He's the quarterback whisperer, man. He can make anybody. And he, and, you sat, know what, though? and he sat him for a year behind Alex Smith to let Alex Smith make all the mistakes. And you know what? And remember, we were talking about that before where it's about look where he went to where that great situation where he didn't have to be the savior. Exactly. Imagine, if, if the, imagine if the Browns did draft him. They're on their third coach right now. Is Baker Mayfield's third year. <laughs> you know? I don't care. Uh, uh, Jim, I was just saying, I know B can't stay around long. If you're about to roll, B, just give us your picks and your MVP before you uh, management. Yeah, we are going with Kansas City uh, 34 and the Niners 27. And I'm going uh, Tyreek Hill as the MVP. All right. Hey, B, oh. before you roll, screen that, that, that call for us. <laughs> No, I hold up real quick though. Chiefs Chiefs twenty four and on um, the Niners two for Kobe and Gigi. But listen though, real quick though, Tobias, <laughs> you, brought up, um, you brought up a point that I just want to bring I want to ask you guys, uh, everybody who's on us around this round table right now, you talk about how you're rooting for Andy Reid, and that's a sentiment that I hear a lot of people online and offline, specifically being here in Philadelphia. A lot of people are, like, literally watching this game rooting for Andy Reid um, because everybody recognizes that he's one of the most talented coaches we've ever seen, but he doesn't have this championship. If he gets this championship, where does that put him amongst the all-time greats? 
Uh, I mean, that validates that Hall of Fame uh, credential he needs. I mean, I, everywhere he's gone, he's, he's won. He's probably already. According to this Hall of Fame, he's, he's, he's been in four years. Yeah, right? he's a and Hall I, of And I think it, it definitely validates him as second best in the league now to uh, to, to do. Um, I did, I don't, I, I'm telling you, I think Andy only need one. Who man. else is there, though? Fred, 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 but you're making a noise. Who would you put number two right now? Uh, We're going to give you guy number one. We're going to give you guy number I'll one. I give my, my number guy is number one. The guy in in Baltimore, man. I it's something about that that other hard. And Andy disciple. And Andy yeah, exactly. He's a Andy <laughs> disciple, bro. <laughs> somebody on Andy. Come on, street. man. Come on, man. If it's not him, think about it. Think about it. If it's not him, it's probably got, I have to give it to to Sean Payton because. Despite not the okay the super, okay okay Sean Payton has I mean the longevity of and despite the rings I can see that despite getting cheated last year and they came up oh cry me a river Saints fan hey man that was a bad call <laughs> I, 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 can give, I, can, I can give you that definitely was a bad call arguments. but they blew it this year bus, yeah they blew it this year I can give argument for Sean Payton but there's nobody else in 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 the boat with Andy man Harbaugh learned from me. Write the name on that joint. Yeah. And you know what? And and you guys, they like this. Yeah, because I know you guys got to run. I I, I was pulling for Tony Dungy when when Indianapolis made that Super Bowl, so I wanted him to win it because Groot won with with his players and everything. But uh, I think the the, the 49ers could rush this team with four people. And Joey Bosa wants to see Trump, so he's going to play the game of his life. <laughs> you know, he gonna see Trump. He don't care if Trump gives him a Chick Fil A sandwich or Taco Bell taco. He gonna see his his boy. But uh, but I think it's gonna be thirty one twenty seven Niners. But I hope the Chiefs win. Cause I, I think that you know because I think what the, the Chiefs they're a little, they're so great offensively. They they could be a little sloppy and be like we're good. But this team can not just run the ball; it's how they run the ball. Mm-hmm. It's not just up the middle; it's the scheme. It's that stretch and, running the outside zone game. Yep. Yes, and they and like the thing is they can rush four. That's the big thing with them. The Titans trying to rush three. I'm like, bro, you can't rush three. You got to put some pressure on him. And I think that's the key right there because remember, the Chiefs are a great running team. And the, and the thing with the run game people don't give credit to is that it controls the game. It keeps mm-hmm. people off the field. That was one of the reasons New England beat them last year was that they kept Mahomes off the field. That's all. Run that far before the clock. And Jimmy G can make enough plays. He's not Tannehill, so he, Jimmy G can make enough plays to get that third down conversion. And, you know, so I think the Niners going to win, but I want the Chiefs to win. I got a lot of Chiefs fans, friends that are Chiefs fans. I, I'm pulling for them because, hell, they ain't had a championship since Kennedy got assassinated. <laughs> you know, I think. <laughs> so, it's been 50 years one. All right. All right, Tobias, man. We we wrap to you on Thursday, man. Thanks for your call as usual. We hit you in the chat room. Hey, too. remember, guys, you Nakers have a great day and have a happy Roll Tide day, fellas. <laughs> Take it easy. All right. All right, yeah. all right Tobias. Take it easy, yo. All right, we're going to bring it back over to the East Coast. We got the homie Joel calling in from NY. What up, man? Good morning, y'all. How y'all feeling? Pretty good, man. How are you, How are you? sir? I'm doing all right, like, man. Just, yeah, the first day, we've like, 
said anything about the Super Bowl since the teams were named, or at least since last Sunday. What's your thoughts on this game? Uh, I think I think the 49ers are going to win. I do. I, I think they they run the ball as well as I think any team I've seen in a long time as far as, like, spreading you out and putting all that motion. I mean, the Rams last year did it too well, too. But just their use of the fullback and everything, I don't think the Chiefs are going to have an answer for it. Um, they have to score points, obviously. It's not going to be some 17-13 fucking game. You know, they're going to have to score, 30, I think, in the 30s, and I think they will. I think Jimmy Ward is a big part of this game, too. Um, he's, probably, he's probably the only – 49ers secondary is all right, but uh, they're good, but they're not particularly fast except for him. And I remember somebody mentioned how Hill is like the the, uh, the wild – the X factor, and I think a lot of that falls on Ward keeping Hill in front of him, you know, like playing a safety because Sherman is more of his own guy. He's not going to man on him. So I, I think Ward is a big part, and if he can – somehow keep Hill in front of him, I think the 49ers should win it by at least 8, 10 points. 8, 10, okay. Um, who, 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 what about MVP? <laughs> who would you have as MVP if they ended up MVP, uh, who, whoever, whoever they decide to run the ball with today. I don't know if it's going to be Coleman or Breida or uh, Mostard. None of them, by the way, are second overall picks in a draft by Gettleman. Um, they, I think, um, they should all, uh, wh- whoever gets the high game here, uh, will, will be the, the MVP. All right. And then what's up with, what's up with y'all, man? When y'all going to get back on the network? With your, with man, your whenever, on, man. whenever we, whenever we realize that, you know, winning 10-7, don't, don't cut it in the NFL anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you're a Giants fan, and um, you guys are. Yeah, he's, I'm sorry. yeah, he's yeah. A Giants fan. I don't yeah. want to see y'all ever again. I and he's been he's been scolding I'm everybody for the past two years about why yes, you don't draft I, a running back I, no I, matter I, how talented. Yes, I've, I've been letting everybody know. <laughs> and and I, not, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with Saquon personally. I think Saquon is terrific. Right. I had a problem with drafting Saquon, and right. we we're paying for it. Still, and y'all yeah, agree on yeah, that yeah. because you were the same way, yeah. Fred. You were you had the same thoughts when oh, I'm when I, I, that you know, that, it's the running back thing, but I'm still soft not even just then, like Fred, like oh. never drafted running back that high. <laughs> I'm still salty from 07 and 2012, so you guys deserve everything you get. But, <laughs> but you know what? He mad, he like, fucking out. I'm mad, I'm big mad, big mad. <laughs> this is the first game, this is the first game in a while where I hear people predicting like. Eight to ten to twenty point wins on both sides. Like I've heard people say, yeah. the Niners like it's not going to be close. The Niners are going away with it. Then I've heard the Chiefs are going away with it. Like that's interesting that people are thinking like you know. Well, no, it, team it, it could be a close out. game, and then and then they they score a touchdown to make it like two possessions, or like you know the end of the game, or like a minute to go, yeah. put the game away, whatever. I don't I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think I think. The way the 49ers call plays and design plays is so crazy to me. It's just watching how how they use everybody and, and you know, it's it's wild watching them play. And I, I don't think the Chiefs can really, like, well, they did a really good job stopping Henry last week, but they also got ahead in points, too. And once, once you go up, like, 10-14 on a team like Tennessee, it's easier to stop the run because their quarterback isn't capable yeah, of, like, not- bringing them back, back in the game. Right. Yeah. So, but now the 49ers, I think, are a little different. One, they have – Kittle, I think, is is 
he's terrific, man. I think he's the best tight end in football. Um, and he he can make a big he can make big plays for them. Debo somehow always makes it make big plays for them, and they scheme them open. They scheme all their receivers open, even if they're not the most talented guys. They find a way to get them open and give Jimmy G a chance to you know deliver a good ball to them. I just think that they're way too much. They're better balanced, and their 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 uh, schemes are just too good for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs might be a little more talented in the skill position, and I'm not shortchanging Andy Reid on his uh, play calling either because he's been good for a long time, but I just think the 49ers are better. So when Andy gets into these situations, this is where his deficiencies show up, though, as far yeah, as being the, the, the stubborn time, and not the time being management, a great yeah. in-game adjuster, his time management. Um, he might over-trust the system at times. Um, to Joel, so Kyle Shanahan, he was in this situation a couple of years ago, being up 28 to three, and he kind of fumbled it away. Does that kind of change how you look at this game and how the 49ers, because he's been here. He's, I mean, he had a Super Bowl in his hand. I mean, granted, he's mm-hmm. always a quarterback, but does that go into your thinking with this one that a guy, I mean, Andy Reid hasn't been in a Super Bowl in what, over, what, 15 years. So, I give him props I for mean, being at twenty eight to three. You had to do something mind. right to be up twenty eight to three. So yeah, yeah now he's gonna know not to make those right. same mistakes again. Yeah, it, I, I don't think he'll make the same mistake again too. And too, I, I think I think the Forty ers have some guys on that team that just won't allow it to happen either. Like I don't think Sherman will allow it. Like, you know, we'll just let let the team lose it, or you know, somebody like Kittle or uh, uh, Warner or, or the MAGA guy, I don't think any of them would like would would, would allow them to um, boast them, right? Ain't that what ain't that what he about? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not praising him. I'm just that, that's what we felt. That's what the fuck he was. But um, he I don't think guys. I think they just have a better team overall than the Falcons. Like you, you kind of felt the Falcons were gonna let it. Like you, I don't know. Even when they were up twenty-eight to three, usually if a team's up twenty-eight to three, it's like, all right, what else is on, you know, or, or um, you know, like, yo, when when are these wings going to be done, you know, something like that. You just start thinking about something else. Like in that game, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get the feeling the game was over with the Falcons, and I, I kind of feel like if the forty, if any team here goes up twenty-eight to three, it's over. All right, man. Well. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be a good game. Like I said, I haven't thought about football. I think it will be a good game. I think there's a lot of talent. We appreciate the call. And we need to get y'all back. I appreciate y'all, man. man. What's up with the hoops pod, man? (laughs) Hey, hey, soon, man. Uh, You know, I'm trying. I'm just trying to figure myself out. But I want to talk to y'all about basketball too, because one is it's a superior sport, and two, you know, there's just so much going on, and and I I would like to, uh, you know, share my thoughts with y'all, man. I miss y'all. I miss absolutely. uh, Let's do that Thursday, then. Let's pick a time and do a whole segment on Thursday. All right. We we hit you. All right, right, man. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the game, yo. Be good. You too. All right. Well, let's take one more call because Mad Scientist dropped off without giving his picks, so we're going to get his picks. But uh, Skyview in the chat room, he said 49ers 38, Chiefs 27. Richard Sherman gets a crucial interception and takes home MVP. So before we give our final thoughts and our – Picks. Let's get Nick's pick. Nick, what's up, man? We need <laughs> your we need your winner, your score, and your MVP before we get out of here. Sure, no problem, man. Very sorry about dropping off earlier. Family stuff. Okay. You know how it is. Um, 
Final score, San Francisco 34, Ooh. Kansas City 31. MVP, Raheem Moster. Uh-oh. And he, oh. will, he, he will break the rushing record and the touchdown record today because if he runs like he did against Green Bay, it's going to be a long day for the Kansas City defense. Mahomes will throw up some great numbers, but if you can't stop the run, you ain't going to win. And I think most are that type of guy that's going to do some heavy, heavy damage today. All right. Well, Nick, as usual, man, like, like, like back in the day, thank you for spending some time with us today. We will talk off air about some other things, some other important matters, man, but enjoy the game, and we will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Have a good night. All Take right, care. No doubt. All right, Fred and Jenny. Jimmy, final thoughts, final thoughts, and score prediction, MVP. Um, who y'all got? I'm just, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping for a great game, um, because it's both needed right now. Hard, my man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> hoping for a great game with both, because I like. Listen, man, I just need it right now. But um, my prediction, and it's only because I want this to happen. To be honest with you, I'm gonna go 34 Chiefs, 27 Niners. Cause I just want Andy to get this ring, man. I want, I want, all my, I know a lot of Chiefs fans as well. There's a huge contingency of Chiefs fans in Philadelphia to the point where they have their yeah. own bar. They got a bar. They meet up and watch Chiefs games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hell they come from? I want to, like, I want to how do y'all have a bar? Yeah. It's, it's, it's random as hell, but it's a huge yeah. contingency of Chiefs fans in Philadelphia. But I want them to get right. their chip. Um, you know, so, you know, plus it's the AFC West thing. Let them get their chip. And the Niners got enough already, man. So 34-27, I want Andy to get his, his, his chip. But it's going to be a tough game. Obviously, the Chiefs win the MVP is one guy. Is, is, is Pat. Right, right, right. Unless, I was thinking the same thing, unless somehow Tariq Hill just goes back, but the person throwing it to him is going to get the same kind of credit as far as stats. Um, I'm going to go 31-27 Chiefs um, and, and MVP Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Andy, it is your time. Like I said, you got people rooting for you that aren't even Chiefs fans, especially from the city that you used to coach in. Um, you didn't pull through for us, but we're not mad at you. We're still rooting for you, so you got to go out there and get it, man. You got to get that legacy. This is your legacy game, uh, so so go out there and get it. Uh, Fred, you can end it off for us. All right, so um, score, Chiefs 40 uh 49ers 24. I, you know, I said earlier, I said there's, it's not going to be a close game. Either one side is going to just win big or, or one side, however, but I really, I just don't see where the points are coming from for the 49ers and the chiefs, if they get up on you, it's over. It's, it's over. Um, I think Uh, Pat Mahomes last year, last year was probably his year and well, um, D Ford, who was ironically on the other side of this thing and, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's on the other side of this thing. Uh, he messed it up for him, so I think he might have a little bit of animosity towards him. I don't know. But um, I got Pat Mahomes being the MVP. I think he might have one of those ridiculous games where he might make a like a, a behind-the-head throw or something where he just makes some crazy play. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be one of those behind games. You know what, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think Patrick Mahomes should start the game out just wasting a down 
and just drop back and then just beam D Ford in the head and then get the festival. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just really, I don't know. I, I like Pat Mahomes. There's not that many quarterbacks outside of my guy twelve that um, I just, I like. And I really, I've liked him probably since I've seen him really have some some success here in the NFL. And I really, I mean, he might be the next guy I really might root for. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Um, So, good. Yeah, I got the Chiefs 40 to 24. Three Chiefs remaining here. So, we'll see how it goes. As usual, everybody, we'd like to thank everybody for joining us for another briefing in the war room for our Super Bowl 54 pregame show, San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks to everybody for joining us. Fred, thank you, as usual, for uh, co-hosting with us. Uh, Thanks to the mad scientists for calling in, Joel, and everybody else who called in. Thanks to everybody in the chat room, Skyview and Neil, holding it down, as usual. Um, If we didn't get to your call, we apologize. This was a shorter show than usual, but be back with us at our regular time, same bat time, same bat channel. Thursday from 6 to 8 live, or you can catch us on demand on warroomsports.com. We'll be talking Super Bowl 54 reaction and any other big stories that might come up in the week of sports up until then. So uh, until then, everybody, enjoy Super Bowl 54. Enjoy whatever you'll be doing uh, this week until you hear from us again. Make sure you get a copy of Jimmy's book. Sports the book at warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com. And until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.